Article 1 membership. Here we are at the beginning. Let's walk through this article. It starts on page 8. Before we even get there, you'll see that there's a section on the top that says revised by the membership on, and then it gives dates. We don't have all those dates figured out yet. That's actually going to take a while for Kara and I to go back through past members' meetings notes and find those dates when we made changes. That way we can always go back in the record and easily figure out what changes happened and when. Article 1, Membership. This first section, we want to remove redundant language that's already in our Constitution. You can find that under Section B, Admission to Membership. We're just simplifying the language here. Making a number of grammatical edits throughout this section, so I won't speak to those specifically. We're going to bring some standardized formatting to this section as well. And so, uh, you'll see that that's why we're creating the, the Section C, Restoration of Terminated Members. But also here, under Admission to Membership, as we describe the process to become a member, Here's where we begin to see this language that speaks about nominations and how to administer them and reference to the nominations article. So you'll see that in section B as well as elsewhere throughout this article and other articles as well. Move on down to section D, responsibilities. And there's some, some edits to grammar there. We want to add bylaws reference for the membership covenant. And then here we want to define a member in good standing. So a member in good standing is here defined as a member who is not under church discipline and who is faithfully fulfilling the member responsibilities set forth in these bylaws herein. This is a phrase that we'll use elsewhere in essence that, for instance, when we're trying to nominate somebody to be an elder or a deacon or uh, some other church positions, they need to be a member in good standing. We wouldn't want to nominate somebody who's under church discipline. So this is a, a way of defining this, this phrase that we use elsewhere in our bylaws. Then in section E on peacemaking, a couple of just a few grammatical edits and, and reference changes here. And then we wanted to address how to handle sins of a public nature. We talk about handling sins of a private nature. You should go first to your brother, seek to make amends, make peace. But what happens when sins are, are done publicly? Well, we have a number of examples in the New Testament. I think we would say as well in the, the ministry of Jesus and the Gospels where public sins can be addressed publicly. And then in addition, we want to summarize succinctly how to handle conflict uh, between groups. Whether those groups are within the church or without, we can just say this more simply in one paragraph than in the two that we currently have. Move into the section on church discipline and some more grammatical edits and, and changes there, standardizing the language, speaking about how we'll do nominations. And then step four, just rewriting that a little bit so that it uh, flows into the section that follows. So step forward in the Matthew 18 process there at the bottom of page 14. That should then lead into termination of membership rather than saying in a redundant way what we're then going to say again under termination of membership for apostasy or church discipline. So we flow into section G, termination of membership, and you'll see here just a number of grammatical edits 
and then making reference to here's how we'll do nominations to remove someone from membership. So that is Article 1 on membership.